My Seven Chakras, Episode Two Ninety Six. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head, for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers, and could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to my seven chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, Action Tribe? AJ here, host and founder of My Seven Chakras, the show where we provide you ancient wisdom, inspiring stories, and action steps that will help you transform your life. So, if you are new to our show, then there's a good chance that you've been divinely guided to listen to this message. So, I want to give you a warm, warm welcome. Now, before we begin today's episode, I've got a quick message for you. If you are interested in learning more, about your chakras and identifying the silent energy blocks that are holding you back from your desired life, then you must attend the live training that I'm hosting this Thursday online. I'm going to show you how small energetic blockages in your body can lead to discomfort or illness. You will learn how to use sound to heal and balance your root chakra to attract more abundance and flow into your life. And most importantly, you will discover certain mistakes that many people make when working on their chakras and how to avoid them. Join me live this Thursday. The link you need is my7chakras.com forward slash live training. That's my seven as a word, my7chakras.com forward slash live training. See you there. And with that, let's bring in our special guest for today, Wiki Howie. So Wiki, are you ready to inspire? I'm, yes, I'm always ready to inspire. You know it, especially if it has to do with the chakras. I just love the chakras. Wonderful. <laughs> so Action Tribe, Vicky is not a first-time uh, guest. She's been on our show multiple times, so she's definitely a friend of Action Tribe. Vicky Howie is a certified hypnotherapist and innovative chakra healer who loves to teach people about the power within them. Wiki's extensive background as a yoga teacher over thousand years, thousand not thousand years, thousand hours of <laughs> You're many <80 > years <laughs> even <laughs> of advanced teacher training alone gives her a deep bioenergetic understanding of your chakras and the knowledge to help you expand into your most vibrant self. Her natural and learned abilities as an energy healer allow her to help you shift into a higher vibratory state that calls forth more success in every area of your life from fulfilling love and sexuality to vibrant health, unlimited wealth, which is something that we all want for the greatest good of all and more. So let's get started. So Vicky, to begin today's episode, please, you, you know, rein in the energy with a inspirational quote, your favorite, and how do you apply that quote in your life? An inspirational quote. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. And someone asked me the other day, who, who is your guru? And mm -hmm. I, I didn't know how to answer it on YouTube because I'm actually going out of my way in some ways to bring in such a new paradigm that mm -hmm. I'm kind of throwing away the quotes or I'm taking them like this and I'm turning them upside down sometimes. So it's really not my way to go about quotes, but I will say mm -hmm. that I'm going to, I'm going to age myself a little. I'm going to say if it's not a spiritual movie, but it has such a spiritual vein to it in how you can live. It's called 
Harold and Maude. It's a comedy from way back, I don't know, 1979. And we can get all that stuff online now. So if anyone wants to watch that, I think there's probably at least 10 different quotes on there by Maude, who just lives her life to the fullest. She's 80 years old and she's just mm. living her life, you know, and she goes to funerals and she's just amazing. So I, I would say watch Harold and Maude. And probably my favorite quote is something like, I'm going to paraphrase. He says, humans, I love humans. They're my species. Because <laughs> sometimes I think we just forget we're all in this together. Mm. We're all wonderful, in this together. Wonderful. Humans, I love humans. They are my favorite. <laughs> Something species. like that. She said, like, it was just her quotes are so cute in the whole movie. No, but it's true. It's so powerful, this mm -hmm. quote. Earlier this morning, actually, I was watching a video about Swami Vivekananda, who was from India. He went all over the world, spoke about truth, essence, uh, you know, the power of love and the heart. And what he said was, you know, if you need to show compassion and love for your other human beings, because there is a Buddha in each and every one, then there's a sentience, there's a beauty, and there's a purpose and a greatness in each and every one. And that's why, as you've pointed out, my favorite species is humans. So thanks a lot for sharing. Uh, and I wanted to sort of this episode be slightly different. And if you can, let's start from the very beginning. Could you talk to us about how it all began? Talk to us about your childhood. Were you always in touch with your spirituality? I think I was. There's something called human design. And in human design, I am extremely empathic. I'm There's nine energy centers and seven of mine are, are what we call undefined, which means I feel other people instead of myself in seven of the nine centers. And uh, so I think I was very empathic, but I came up in a really traumatic background. And mm -hmm. so my thing that I found was uh, later in adulthood, I was having this issue of just being... Uh, lacking in root chakra. So there was instability. There were was feet problems, knee problems. I had knee surgery, feet surgeries, challenging. So <laughs> uh, I haven't done that one yet, but I had bowel issues. I had moving. We move a lot when we have root chakra, right? Because the root doesn't move. But if you don't have root, you move. I was moving. I had money issues. And probably the most important one for anyone listening, if you had, especially trauma in your first seven years, you may be feeling anxiety in your life that isn't related to anything going on in your life. It's related to an ongoing trigger energetic response that's in your body because you felt unsafe in your formative years. So that's what I set out to heal, Aditya, when I got into chakras was this root chakra uh, weakness that I had that was pretty extreme, kind of like PTSD in a certain form. Got it, got it. So thanks a lot for sharing. And I'm yeah. sure that many people who are watching, listening can relate as well to this root chakra issue or maybe challenge or difficulty that so many people go through. Uh, now, like I've introduced you during, during you know, your introduction, we spoke about your uh, life as a yoga teacher, because that plays a huge role. Uh, how did you get into yoga? And what were you sort of doing back then? Well, I think, like you said, I, I was always kind of spiritual. So there was this natural move toward yoga. But mm. yoga that I did was very physical. 
Okay. Anya Sara was the actual school of yoga I did, but there's lots of schools and they're all really good. And this one was very aligned with the chakras. And I got into this school of yoga and I started, before I even got into that school, I started taking teacher trainings because it felt okay. like I needed this. So here I was in this very embodied endeavor, spiritual endeavor, but I was lacking root chakra, which as you know, is the embodied chakra. It's like when we're, when we come into this world and we're frightened, of the world, it's not a safe place. We tend to lack root chakra, right? We, we're not fully in the body. We don't ever completely land. So I really, really needed to learn how to do that. So I did all the practices and here's the thing. After I did really deep root chakra poses, standing poses, rooted things, meditations even that were root chakra, mm -hmm. I felt better. The anxiety was gone. But then if I went to bed at night and I woke up the next morning, my cellular memory would kick in and I'd be anxious again and I'd have that same childhood anxiety again. So I, I prayed to the universe. I was like, if I can be good at this time, then mm -hmm. I should be able to be good. I, how can I bring that energy in all the time so it's solid and safe? And the universe sent me on this crazy journey <laughs> to Sedona and to, to get a chakra tattoo actually get a chakra tattoo and I was one of these yogis that was never going to get a tattoo I wasn't the type that has tattoos all over my body I was like not going to happen but I always listen to my guides Aditya and from talking to you I know you do too and I just I had to do it so I went and I got a root chakra tattoo in Sedona by a guy named Shiva Mm -hmm. which for those of you watching means God in Sanskrit in the chakra language. And he literally put the stencil on my lowest part of my back near right at the tailbone area and energy just went down both of my legs, both mm -hmm. and into the earth. I could just feel it. It was like this whole rebirth in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to age myself completely with that, but I was well, I was past middle age at that time, middle age as we call it. So this was a whole new rebirth. For me mm -hmm. when i got that and so from that point on i was like i gotta i gotta create chakra tattoos because if that stencil just the stencil being on my body did that energy then i can share this with everyone and they don't have to do the needle part because <laughs> uh, the needle part hurts <laughs> it hurt a lot so 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 uh, you know going back in time you were doing these chakra poses this very physical poses that, that and they were working right they were helping you heal your root chakra after an slept, hour or so yeah and then and they go away they would go away because like you said your cellular memory would catch on mm -hmm. so what made you feel that maybe you know tattoos might help like where did that connection get established that's a that's a great question if anyone here saw what the bleep do we know right mm -hmm. that's it's a good movie you can see it if you haven't seen it yet it features um dr masaru emoto's work and he's right. even if you don't know the movie you might have seen his work on the internet mm -hmm. um just speaking to everyone out there it's he took he took water and then symbols and put them on water love or hate or he even put um like hitler on one and mother Teresa on another or he put good uh nice harmonic music in one and just chaotic music in another and each time yeah. the positive word or similar music created beautiful symmetry in the underlying structure of the water and the and the negative created this chaotic structure in the water so that's why we know that words are so important and they affect us so much symbols and words so wow. i thought okay we have these seven Sanskrit symbols that relate to these seven centers and Sanskrit is so powerful. It's an old, it's an ancient language. Second oldest language to Hebrew 
in the world. So we know it collectively. So if I get the symbols and the color and the element and I make these beautiful tattoos and put it on my body, shouldn't it change my energy? So I wasn't sure, but it blew me away when I did it. For me personally, I so needed that grounding. And when the, when the energy went through, it was like, wow. And it also made me actually believe in the chakras in such an embodied way. I think there was a part of me, even yep. then, Aditya, that was still, I was teaching them in yoga, but I still almost felt like they were metaphorical or something. Right. And then there was the practice. So mm -hmm. it was like, wow, this is real. This is literal. This ties into our physical body. Got it. So it gave you a very literal sensory experience of mm -hmm. what the chakras, which sometimes can be esoteric or mm -hmm. uh, difficult to understand. It helped you sort of experience it, which is awesome. Uh, and thanks a lot for sharing that. Viewers and listeners, if, you, if you're listening this, to this right now and you're excited, you're thrilled, you're fascinated, make sure you share this post right now. Because like I said, we need to share this information. We need to share this wisdom. And uh, Vicky, for those who are new to this, there are a lot of people who are watching this out of curiosity. <laughs> For them, what are the chakras and how are they connected to our aura? Please help us out. Oh here. my goodness. You you must have gone over this one a few times. The chakras are the seven and the one I use the main seven energy centers of our body from mm -hmm. root to crown. They okay. reside along the midline of our spine and they represent a rainbow. A rainbow of energy because we come into this 3D reality and we're like a prism. We go into a rainbow. And then when we pass away, we go back into white. Mm -hmm. That's the Sir Isaac Newton's experiment. And they these chakras all relate. Root down at the lowest is red and relates to your money and such. And then you have your sacral, which is more your creativity and your feminine. Then you have your uh, solar plexus right in the middle of your solar plexus, which is your warrior. And you mm -hmm. have your heart, which we all know, the motherly energy that connects us. That's why yeah. we connect through love. And then you have your throat, that's your voice and your authenticity and purpose, your third eye that opens your intuitive abilities, which we are so much more in touch with now. So there's a wide open stream. So open your third eye, you guys, and get, get in touch with the broadcast that's out there. And then your crown, of course, just reminds you that you come from all intelligence. You are a slice of cosmic intelligence living in this 3D body, and you will return to it when this 3D body passes. So we come from crown energy, from oneness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got it, got it. And how how are the chakras related to the aura? Like how are they interconnected? Well, the, the aura, you know, you have layers of the aura and the colors, and they all just literally the root chakra is the closest layer to your body. And it's the most related to your body. So it makes sense because as you go up your chakras, yeah. you get more esoteric, you get more energetic. As you go down your chakras, you get more into the manifestation and the physical. That's why we call this the liberating current. If you're feeling stuck or depressed or like, oh, no, you need to work your upper chakras and open your your liberating current. And if you're okay. feeling really anxious and, oh, no, I, I can't even feel the ground, you need to come down or I can't manifest or pay the bills. You need to come down and do chakra work down in the lower chakras and the grounding. Got it. Got it. Really, Did that really answer useful. that? Is I mean, I I think that's what's really to me. Uh, the aura is great, but I don't see auras. I did. Yeah, I'm a I'm kinesthetically wired, so I feel and know. You Everyone's got different got ways they do it. Some people see, I feel and know. Some people hear. You get all different modalities. 
Yeah, I don't I don't see an aura myself, but you know, I've sort of done some training to see the aura and I've seen the first layer, you know, yeah. not the multicolored aura that some people speak about who maybe are in touch with their gifts, but I've seen just the first gray sort of layer and that really you know made me excited about uh the human existence. But can, uh, I, can I share with you something about auras? The other day I went to a yeah, store yeah. and uh, uh, Crystal Castle here in Sedona and yeah. sh she has my chakra booster healing tattoo. So I went in there to visit her and she put me on the aura machine. And this is so fascinating. My destiny is solar plexus is a three. My destiny okay. number in numerology. My human design is three, four heart and solar plexus. I'm undefined in all my other centers, which makes me incredibly empathic. But mm -hmm. guess what my aura was? Yellow, greenish. And it always mm -hmm. is. So there's something to these pictures, even though they're measuring it on our fingers, there's right. something to these pictures. Like mine's always yellowish green, uh, mm -hmm. third and fourth, solar plexus and heart. I just think Got it's it. so cool that everything backs up. All systems seem to back up each other. Well, absolutely. And I think, you know, I think you wrote it or you, you've discussed it once that, uh, you know, a person can pretend, but they can't change their aura, right? That is something that can be felt, can be seen, you know? Well, yeah, that's why it's such, if we can get a sense, even if it's kinesthetic or I don't know, I guess right. someone could even hear an aura, maybe yeah. <laughs> if they were really made up to be that way, maybe. Um, but the point is, we get senses, you guys, you get a sense of someone when you first meet mm. them, right? You get a sense. And it's not even just a sense of them. It's a no. sense of how their energy field interacts with yours because yeah. everything is a match or not a match. It's not about necessarily good, bad, or anything. It's just, is, is this person's energy feeling good to me right now, right? And if we listen to that, that is our best first impression because our eyes can fool us. A person can put on a nice suit or a good accent or they can act real sweet. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things they can put on, but they can't right. put on their energy. Their energy is no. their truth. So follow your intuition when, when you meet someone. Really follow it. Got it, got it, got it. Now, uh, Vicky, before moving on, this is a question that I've always wanted to ask you, right? How do okay. you go about explaining the benefit of chakra balancing and chakra energy work to an audience maybe that does not believe in spirituality or is new to this field? And the reason why I'm asking you is that I'm I'm constantly meeting new people, right? And some are aware of the chakras and, and their importance and their benefits of constantly practicing, you know, and balancing their, uh, you know, chakra work. Mm -hmm. And some are not open to believing in the idea that that we do have these energy centers and these energy vortices in our body, but they can benefit from it, right? So how do you how do you position this wisdom to them? Is there another way of or a different way of explaining chakra healing to that, you know, different audience? Well, you've probably heard a lot more answers to this than me. I'm really curious, what's your what do you say to someone? Right. I mean, I'm right now in that phase of you know, starting to understand how I can position it in different ways, right? And I asked this question to Anadia Judith as well. And what she mentioned was that she uses terms like energy and charge, you know, which, which are, I guess, acceptable to people who are new to this field. And that sort of works for her. At the end of the day, no matter what, what terms we use, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if you do these practices, they're beneficial, they're very powerful. For me, for me, I would say, <clears throat> I don't think words, get some good drink of water here. Yeah. Ugh. 
we're unblocking some throat chakra out there because yeah. I'm so empathic. So this is really, there's a lot around what you just asked in yeah. our culture. We're in a cross point right now. Yeah, <clears throat> I can feel it like crazy. We're in a cross point right now of where we need to believe this stuff. We need to work with it, not just believe it. We need yeah. to start systematizing. Like there was a time we believed we had bones and veins and biology, but we didn't understand the biology and we had to map yeah. it out. So yeah. this is what we need to do now. We need to actually understand the chakras. So what I do with people typically is I'll give them something that lets them feel the energy like I'll press on their feet and do a few moments of of an exercise where we go down and grounding and they literally their feet and legs will feel heavier or I'll tell them to go like this everyone can do it right now the old one of just do this and then you can literally feel the cushion of energy you're working with and if you can start the conversation with realistic because we care nowadays we're into a spiritual age but we're more embodied than ever so we're caring about what's real and what can apply to our life because mm -hmm. there's so many distractions we want what applies to our life so if you go like this and you start to play with the sponge of energy that's between your hands you're literally yeah. feeling that force field you have palm chakras we all have yep. palm chakras and of course they are heart chakra energy because heart chakra goes down your arms down your shoulders out your arms that's why reiki massage all this stuff comes out of the hands yep. so once i get them to start to feel oh do you feel that energy yeah. You feel that? That's what you're made of. You know, basically all mass is energy and we are matter. Like right? Einstein already proved that. I don't need to prove that to you, but I want them to feel it. And then I will say, and what's really interesting, if you can feel your own body right now, I'll, I'll take their feet and ground them and say, feel how grounded you are down here. But feel yeah. up here, up in your crown, how light it is. You know, and I try to get them to begin to understand that they even have these centers and that they graduate and get lighter and lighter as they go up. And that basically you have this ladder between sky and earth or heaven and earth that is you. And from there, usually that's enough experiential that they get kind of curious instead of me just coming with words and theories and, you know, that kind of stuff. Brilliant. I think that is a great approach and it really helps me. You know, forget the words, get them to feel, get them to feel and experience their chi, their prana and their energy flowing through their body mm -hmm. and they will believe you. Thanks a lot for that. Now, Vicky, you often talk about or you use the word chakraism, right? So, chakraism. So what, yeah, what exactly is that? <laughs> I'm so glad you're bringing that up and most people won't understand it. But guys, here's the deal. For a long, long time, we were very gravity bound on the planet. The, okay. the ascension we're feeling on the planet right now is literally the planet moving into a lighter space in the galaxy. Like we are all getting lighter. That's why we need to ground more because we don't want to be like balloons going up. But we have a left over 5,000 year, well, not even, not quite five, but it could be as much as five masculine era where it was developed where we developed this thing about chakras where we all needed to go up. It was very gravity bound. So we all needed to go up. So it was like we made going up very important. Go up your chakras, go up your chakras, go to the crown and know everyone loves the third eye and the crown. Everyone values the third eye and the crown and everyone, most people, I won't say everyone now, but most people still now put down the lower three chakras because it did, you know, the lower three chakras were always the bugaboo. When, mm -hmm. when we were gravity bound and they are actually where the sins are, the typical mm. religious sins, right? Yeah. Greed in the root chakra, lust in the sacral chakra, power in the third chakra. Those are the three kind of big sin, sins that people are afraid of. But actually right. now we have the ability to embody and, and, and be in those chakras without the sin aspect of it. 
because we are so light. We're so much more ascended and lighter. So some of us actually need to come down. And the chakraism part is that we all have a built-in bias that we, re we receive from our ancestors mm -hmm. that, ooh, I want to get to my crown. I want to get to my third eye. But mm -hmm. I've seen traumatized indigo rainbow children, people that are even just sensitive, ADHD, yeah. who mm -hmm. are actually getting more ADHD because they're trying to go up here because they're making these chakras more important. But the journey, right. the love affair they need to have is with their beautiful lower chakras where they can manifest things and have good relationship in the sacral, good sensuality and good um, personal power where they don't feel like a victim in this crazy world. The way things are going does that make sense oh it totally does i mean so racism against the upper chakras is what i'm trying to say does that make sense chakraism right 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 so in this age in this era we should focus or maybe give more attention to our lower chakras as well so that we can step into our personal power self-esteem and get in touch with our sensuality and sexuality as well as connect with our prosperity and yes. abundance and, and, and speak about finances as well right yes and manifest yes, yes. So we're going to get into that really, really fascinating. But I, want to make, I need to make a caveat there because we are sure. working with energy. And some people think if right. you work with energy, no big deal, no harm. It's as real as biology. So I right. don't ever want to give the wrong instruction. So if you're watching this and mm -hmm. you related to the week, I also have um, signs of a weak chakra and signs of all the weak chakras mm -hmm. of any weak chakra on YouTube on my chakra boosters channel. So if you're watching this and you think you have a weak root or weak sacral or both, or even the first, first three, then what Aditya said is true. You're going to want to come down, but still the majority of people are still more root moving up. But if you are very spiritual, very, if you're ADHD, sensitive, indigo, whatever you want to call it, you're yep. likely to be the type that needs to come down. The point I'm trying to make is it's time now to look at our chakras, not as some kind of standard recipe to go up, but as a map. And you take an assessment and you see where you're at and you can balance your own life from wherever mm. you are by working on the chakras that are weaker and falling in love with them, giving them attention that part of you. All right, so let's take a few moments to thank our sponsor, Four Sigmatic. Action Tribe, my mornings have become much more enjoyable thanks to the mushroom coffee mix with Lion's Mane Mushroom by Four Sigmatic. In the morning, I just add some honey, cream, and a little coconut oil to my hot cup of mushroom coffee, and I just sit in silence. It's become a wonderful morning routine for me. And here's why I love it. The lion's mane mushroom that it contains has been used by Buddhist monks for increased focus during meditation. And it's not just about the energy that I have during the day, but this coffee contains chaga mushrooms that support your daily immune function. Isn't that amazing? And if you're an action taker, then you'll love their coffee even more because the wild rhodiola root that it contains helps reduce stress. So, replace your regular old cup of coffee with Four Sigmatic because it's made with 100% organic Arabica coffee beans. So, it tastes just like great coffee. So, you've got to try this out at least once because they've extended a really special offer to Action Tribe. Receive 15% off your Four Sigmatic purchase. Go to foursigmatic.com forward slash Action Tribe or use discount code Action Tribe at checkout. That's F O U R S I G M A T I C dot com forward slash Action Tribe or use discount code Action Tribe at checkout.
Again, foursigmatic.com forward slash action tribe or use discount code action tribe at checkout. Four Sigmatic, awaken your mind, support your well-being. Fall in love with your chakras. A beautiful message for today's session. Uh, we've got a, a couple of viewers, many viewers actually, who are watching this session from around the world. Make sure you share this stream because we depend on you. You make a difference. Uh, now, Vicky, talk to us about the energies of masculinity and femininity and how these energies manifest in the chakras, please. Well, okay. I love masculine and feminine because I'm all about embodiment. I like sure. to often say embodiment is the new enlightenment, right? Because enlightenment mm. was about lightning and going up. Yeah. Embodiment is this, the seventh chakra is really where we come from and where we're going. But as long as we're in this life, these the seven chakras just an umbilical cord to that. These six chakras in the body are the ones that we really, really are balancing. And then that just opens, keeps the crown open when these are really balanced. So we have three masculine and three feminine. The masculine uh, chakras actually contract rather than expand in the physical world. And they relate to you getting success in your external world. The feminine chakras are the expansive. They're the way you usually think of chakras, right? They feel expansive and yummy and they relate to your inner fulfillment and your relationships. So the uh, first chakra, the root, the first, third and fifth, the odd ones. And I always joke and guys don't give me a hard time, but I just always like to say the men are odd just so you can remember it. The masculine. Now men aren't just masculine. Men are both and women are both. But mm. the odd chakras are the masculine chakras. So if I'm not really getting success in the external world, I'm going to want to focus on root, solar plexus and throat. If I really want, if I say I've a person who needs to focus on this is someone who's really happy in their life, but they can't pay the rent or they feel powerless. They have people that they feel are, they're happy in general, but they feel scared of certain people or their life just isn't going where they want. The kind of person that wants to focus more on the feminine chakras is someone who's actually succeeding in their external life. They may have money and health in their body, <clears throat> or they may not have health. You could still need to work on the feminine chakras, but they definitely might have money, business, you know, leadership in their life, these masculine accomplishments, they can climb a mountain but they're terrified of their relationship or they know that their relationship's falling apart or they can't feel love, love and connection to other people enough. So that's the fulfillment relationship part. So when, let me give you an icon, when a stockbroker who's actually successful or a rock star or someone kills themselves, they're financially they're They've got fame, which is in the third chakra, the solar mm -hmm. plexus. They've got money that's in both the root and the fifth because they're a singer or a speaker or a business person they're leading. And yet they jump out of a window or something. And this happens. This is because they're lacking the feminine chakras. They don't have fulfillment within that success. And then a person, if you've ever seen, like I saw this a lot in the yogic world, some people that were very happy on a certain level, but yeah. they were moving homes because they couldn't pay the rent. Right. And they they were having all kinds of issues, like they were having power struggles with people in their life. And they just didn't, or maybe sometimes drug issues because they're too much in that feminine energy. They're not showing up in the world, you know? Yeah. And so... You feel the difference? Those are really key. So the chakra is really cool. When we do both, we have what uh, Tony Robbins always talks about, which is fulfillment and success. You need both. Fulfillment is the ma uh, feminine chakras and success, as he calls it, is the masculine chakras. And you have both. Wow. Yeah. And then it's just...
that is amazing and i might be tony robin does chakra balancing i think he does because he's speaking about how the chakras help fulfillment as well as success and we see this in all walks of life some people need to focus more on their fulfillment more some people based on where they are need mm -hmm. to focus more on the outward success and nothing is wrong or right but you just need to be cognizant and aware about your chakras and mm -hmm. which ones need focus now mm -hmm. uh wiki uh, uh, i think this is a really important question because you've written about the fact that the chakra energies flow in three three dimensions right front mm -hmm. back left right up down so could you explain this a bit more? Well, okay, first let me just say that we have, I don't think it's been uh, emphasized enough, Aditya, that assessment is key. Right. Assessment is key. Because of the chakraism that we talked about, people tend to believe that the upper chakras are where everyone wants to go, so yeah. nobody assesses. So I find people that are way too high up, they're almost like, because if you go too high up without grounding, that's where we get psychotic breaks. When mm. you see people that are homeless, home is literally the root chakra. When you mm. see people that are talking to themselves and they're out in the street and they're homeless, they're literally all in their upper chakras. And they're, that's literally an issue of lack of grounding energy, right? Mm. And so it makes, it causes a psychotic break. And then, you know, they have, uh, so assessment is key. Assessment is key. It didn't used to be. So this is why this is a new lesson. See, as little as 50 years ago, we were all pretty much gravity bound and needed to go up. But in this new age of Aquarius, it's not happening anymore. We're coming in. Babies are coming in with psychic abilities and upper energy, indigo children, rainbow children, sensitive children. And you may be one of them if you're listening right now. So we just need to be aware that we need to do assessment. And then I also think it's important to be aware that we're not dealing with just energy. If we just deal with energy and we don't deal with the three dimensions of reality and our body, then the, we'll feel something energetically, but it won't show up in our life. So the three, you already mentioned the three dimensions. It's just front, back, left, right, up, down, and they all have a masculine, feminine, right? And we tend to bias against the feminine, and we're now in a feminine era, see? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think what's really important here is I would say, well, okay, I can talk about the, the dimensions. I do an exercise a lot, and you guys, you can do this really easily. You would just simply close your eyes. Mm -hmm. This is how quick it is, because as soon as you think of energy, you're steering it. That's the way energy steers. You simply imagine from about the bottom of your heart, the mid body, down into the earth, energy just on an exhale, go all the way to the core of the earth. Then inhale and take that energy back from the core of the earth to your heart and exhale and send it up through the crown like a fountain and then inhale like a funnel from the sky down into your heart and exhale and just let it settle deep down into mother earth inhale one more time up and then exhale to the sky feel that just open now inhale like a funnel from the sky to your heart and exhale and root down now that's our spiritual dimension of heaven and earth. You also have a dimension when you go out and reach out to people, you have a future and a reaching out and you have a past in back. So literally, I love doing this. Imagine your future self, you, the, the, the you you can imagine is out in front of you and go like this, just put your hands out like you're almost reaching out to your future self. Can you feel mm -hmm. this future self? Now put your hands flat, like you're just pointing to that self. And I want you to 
pull. Let your elbows go back and just pull that self right into the midline of your body right now. And your chest will lift everything to, and feel that self come into you. Mm -hmm. And then you can exhale and imagine it. And I often will bend over like a slalom skier. I can't do it right now. And I'll push it back, right? And then I'll draw from the back, from my ancestors, from all of their power and bring it into my heart center again. And then I'll exhale and offer all the gifts I have forward, which comes from me and my ancestors. That's mm -hmm. the front and back. And that one is the most powerful one. That is the one where people don't, the reason it's most powerful is because people don't usually do it. And mm -hmm. we have such control on this plane of bringing the future toward us instead of trying to chase after it. Okay. And then the last one is just your masculine feminine receptiveness left mm -hmm. to right. So you can just imagine inhaling from the right side to your midline and then exhaling and let it go out to the left. You're just washing it clear. And then inhale from the left again to midline and let it go out to the right. Inhale to the heart at midline and exhale out to the left. So we just you just keep going back and forth. Any one of these you could do quickly like what we just did. Everyone can come back now. You're already centered. I mean, that is powerful. When you add the breath to it, just your attention moves your mm -hmm. energy. When you add your breath, it gets yeah. more physical and it changes it even more. It makes it more powerful for your physical body. And then when you repeat it, like mm -hmm. if you did this every day, it's yeah. just your chakras wouldn't have anywhere else they could go than down the middle. And when we are totally centered in our chakras, we are the best version of ourselves because you and I would look the same in terms of centering if our chakras were lined up. But your destiny would unlock in you and my destiny. It's the combination code. Mm -hmm. That midline is the combination code where we go click, 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 click. And when they all line up, we go turn it, open it up. And we are the best version of ourselves. We're not throwing anything away. We're opening up the highest version mm -hmm. of ourselves. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. We have just gotten started. Oh, we are in the mid of this episode and we already have so many uh, nuggets of wisdom, realizations, epiphanies. If you're realizing something or if you're like, wow, this I never thought about this, make sure you add a comment below because I now have these different visualizations that I can do, which I didn't know before, that will help me center my chakras. But not, not only that, invite my future self into mm -hmm. my current self and also be able to offer my gifts in a more effective and efficient manner in a flowing manner to the universe. So this is powerful and I'm sure you're taking notes or maybe realizing what you can do next after this episode because this is powerful. Now, uh, Wiki, what are the chakra life cycles and how did you come across this wisdom? What's the story? Oh my goodness, Aditya, that is like more than one show in itself. And you know that. <laughs> but basically, let me give the shortest version I can. In 2012, I was driving from an event that I had gone to in Scottsdale. I lived in LA at the time. I now live in Sedona. But I was driving from an event and I had worked with lots and lots of clients and both in life coaching, but also in yoga. So I was seeing bodies, seeing chakras. And all of a sudden, the universe, there was just this openness. And I was at that time, ironically, in my crown. I was 49. Mm -hmm. I was in my crown, crown cycle, seven times seven. And so I was an open vessel. And mm -hmm. the divine just literally, I'm telling you, it was like an instant flash. An instant flash just downloaded to wow. me an entire uh, system for mm -hmm. how we evolve energetically. Because as we all know, energy is before matter. 
So the yeah. fact that we know how we we know how we evolve biologically, that's really mm -hmm. just the effect of the uh, energy which is evolving anyway. And the cool thing is our lower chakras finish at 21, at three times seven, mm -hmm. which is the physical, which makes sense. So we call it an adult here in the US at 21 yeah. when we finish the physical chakras, okay? You're done growing, you've now come into your heart, you're now in the more responsible centers, right? Wow. And it's it's just, absolutely amazing how this works and what was so amazing to me was i was like after i did it after i got this this i'm getting it out there in my book called roadmap to life mastery in fact i've got it here i'll show it to everyone because right now i haven't even put it yet on amazon this one you know you know this book okay guys this is if you're a starter this book is all over amazon oops backwards there we go all over amazon bookstores everywhere in fact i don't think you can get hardback anymore it's going into a bunch of paperback print now and a few translations but this one the book i wrote just recently this one's about the chakra life cycles and this one is on my site at chakraboosters.com and i explain in it what happened to me when that came down and all the life cycles so every age we're developing so that's why kids have terrible twos just as they're getting farther in their twos and almost hitting the fire, the solar plexus of their third year. This is why teenagers just get so incorrigible at 15. And once you understand it, you don't take it personally, like that they have to have their keep out sign and do this. This is why we all have, for instance, Saturn return at 29. It's also explained by the chakra life cycle system because at 29, after you go four times seven, 28, at mm -hmm. 29, you go into your throat which is your purpose and your authenticity. Why am I here? What am I doing? Who am I? And so everything in the book, everything they showed me dovetailed with everything in life for the last, since 2012. And the coolest thing of all was I said to myself, wow, that's amazing. Of course I downloaded it when I was in my seven, seven, cause I was at the end of my 49th year and yep. I was closest to the divine information is just coming on through. So yep. I said, I wonder if there's any truth to how this worked, then the person, the people that are known for channeling should be in there. And I didn't know very many in this day and age, but I knew of one who had gotten a call from God and that was Neil Donald Walsh, that he sold, you know, millions of books on the planet in conversations with God. So yeah. I checked to see if my chakra, if he got at the same time that I got my book, and he did. I got a, a, a Larry King interview, and he said 4950 is when God spoke to him and told oh, him God. all the conversations with God. So we are all at 49, this open font, and the true spiritual life crisis if you want to call the crisis or change yep. happens at 4950 when we go from the highest chakra if we've worked our way all the way up at 49 you guys i can't possibly give you the details i'm sorry you'll have to get the book but it's just think of this seven years of seven cycles 49 you're up here at the end of the 49th year you hit the ceiling of your physical life you some people do choose to go on at that point but i recommend you stay and if you do then you're going to drop back down and start your route all over so it's a do over time in the 50s we have this amazing chance to redo any dysfunctional stuff that happened to us in the first seven years of life 
pretty cool. Got it, got it. So if you're watching this right now, you're listening to this right now, are you 49? Or are you close <laughs> to 49? Or are you becoming 49? Or have you just passed by 49? Or can you look back at what you went through yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, 49? Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, exactly. Remember that this is not a crisis. This is yeah. a spiritual moment because you're in your crown chakra, like Vicky explained, and you're able to sort of receive these downloads and information. And maybe you're not a healer. Maybe you are uh, someone who's channeling information in a different dimension, whatever you exactly. feel you're in be cognizant of where you are in your life stage now uh, Vicky that's a great point I've never heard anyone say that Aditya that's a great point because I tend to think of crown as spiritual but you're correct and I want to point that out actually and remind myself that whatever again the chakras are about you they are your combination lock, so to speak. And when they are aligned, you're going to come up with whatever's right for you. So if you aren't doing spiritual work, but as it did, you said, maybe you're doing amazing technological stuff. You might get a download of the next incredible invention technologically. So yes, be open. <laughs> This is, so this, cool. is, this is amazing. This is crazy information because, you know, <laughs> a lot of our listeners, right? A lot of our viewers, they're not healers. Uh, maybe they're not nutritionists or whatever or that, not that might for be. Maybe a living, but they, they, we're all healers because you guys, every one of us, when we yeah. hug someone, we're, yeah. we're all healers. And I'm, I'm not trying to be contradictory, but I just want to, we have different yeah. definitions of it, you know, and I want us to know at a base level, especially yeah. right now with the energy, the way it is, you, every single one of you is a healer. You just, your information might be around a different area, like technological or psychological or whatever, but Healing wise, you can go out today and anyone you give good thoughts to, you're helping to heal. Anyone you give a hug to, you're putting your heart energy into them, around them. You are, we're all healers. So. Absolutely. Yeah. What I meant was that yeah. you're not doing it for a full-time living. I get it. A healer yeah. For full -time. yeah. So I'm but just, we're, we're, we're splitting a lot of hairs today just so we can be really clear. I want to, yeah. I agree with you totally. And I think your point was one of the best ones I've ever heard, which <laughs> is, you know, because so. I'm about that, that we're not trying to, for instance, okay, I need to take just one moment to say this. Yeah. What we get a lot of it is this old school view that the chakras are like this. There's Kundalini rising. They go up. They're like steps. You want to get to the highest chakra. There's all this recipe stuff. And that's not the case. It's not the case. Right. It's simply your, I honestly believe, Aditya, my belief is that the chakras, because of the 3D, they actually move like this, like a winding staircase. And I believe that our DNA is a picture of our chakras. Mm. And I believe that is why they're starting to see that DNA can change because we're finally learning how to change and work with our chakras. They used to kind of be stuck for a mm -hmm. lifetime because we didn't know how to work with them or access them. Yep. So as we see DNA changing, I think it's because we're seeing that we're able to energetically change. So they're mirroring each other. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So Action Tribe, no matter what you're doing right now, if you're a doctor, if you're a dentist, if you're a teacher, if you're an elder, if you're sitting at home with your grandkids, remember that if you're close to 49 or if you've just transitioned from 49, you are really close to getting that download from Spirit. And then you can use that information however way you like for the greatest good of all. Uh, thanks a lot for sharing, Wiki. Now, moving on to the next uh, topic, which is very similar to what we're discussing right now. What exactly is Tantra and how is this field connected with the knowledge of the chakras? Well, there are, there's a, there's our whole schools of chakras that are yeah. tantric or not. 
The yeah. tantric idea, people think tantra means sex, right? Mm -hmm. Because the tantrics believed that everything was God, including yeah. sex, whereas many religions or spiritual veins believe that sex is outside of spirituality. And right. so those are called dualistic beliefs, dualistic beliefs that the spirit and body are separate. Mm -hmm. versus the non-dual belief of Tantra that absolutely everything is energy. And in this physical world, it divides into a duality in this 3D reality where we have hot and cold, front and mm -hmm. back, left and right, man and woman. You know, we have all this duality. The yep. reason is, is so that the universe, which was one consciousness, could mm -hmm. God could come into this plane and experience itself. Because when there's oneness, there's nothing else to experience. Like God as oneness does not even know God. <laughs> if, that, if you can wrap your mind around that, because there's no contrast. And you must mm. have contrast to know something, to, to be known, right? So we come down as slices of the divine and let God have soul growth and mm -hmm. experiences in the physical realm. And in Tantra, the way we get to know our own wholeness is yeah. by actually honoring the oppositions and knowing that they aren't actually opposite and knowing that everything is God. Everything. Because look around. Yeah. Is there anything right now in your body or in your room where you are that is not consciousness? That no. is not based. A con so consciousness is the love intelligence of the universe. It's that, mm. that smart connecting loving glue that makes us all one and it's all around us that's why we're always perfect even when we don't think we are and when we're having fun trying to change things in this physical reality which is really fun we're still whole we're still whole because we are loving consciousness at base and everything that we think is wrong in the universe also believe it or not we can keep playing with it and we should that's why mm -hmm. we're here yeah. but from a place of acceptance that everything's unfolding because it is all intelligence. Even negative things are still God intelligence. Absolutely. Both the negative and the positive are um, information, reminders, things that we can, you can use to look at your circumstance in a different way. And remember the quote by Wayne Dyer, who said that when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at, the way things that you were looking at begin to shift and change as mm -hmm. well. Now, on the topic of Tantra, I know you mentioned that Tantra is not all about you know, sexuality. There are many topics that fall within it, but it's realizing yeah. that you can use all of this to go to divine and you know, masculine, universe. feminine, yeah, masculine, feminine. masculine, feminine. So on the same topic, how can romantic partners use their chakras to spice up their relationship or the energy between them? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Did you get, I sent you some chakra tattoos. Did you get those yet? Uh, no, I haven't received them. Oh, yet. you haven't received them. Okay. You're in Canada. <laughs> so I think, I think I sent them about a week. It's going to take a little longer than a week. Okay. Because okay. my, my chakra tattoos are actually a fun way that okay. couples can work with their masculine feminine. Cause in our culture right now, we are suffering in general. Now, everything I'm going to say guys is generalization. So I want you to make sure you apply it to yourself. Do your own chakra assessments. Check in with what's true for you. Yep. I only want to help your own truth. I don't want to get in the way of it. Okay, so we are, I believe, and there are many people on YouTube that are actually teaching stuff around this. I believe we're in a crisis of lack of polarity in our masculine feminine relationships. Now, 
it might be happening in gay relationships. Guys, I don't really know. I definitely have gay friends, but I, they don't necessarily talk to me about all the sexual stuff. So I don't, I can't really speak to that. So I'm right. open to all of it, but I'm going to speak to just a heterosexual relationship that I'm familiar with, more familiar with. Okay. So, uh, but I'm sure most of it applies because in energy, I see the same dynamics in my gay friends relationships that I see in the uh, heterosexual relationships. There's same dynamics. It's still mm -hmm. back and forth and you still need chemistry. So what's happening right now in the masculine feminine sense is that women right now, we've been taught to be hyper-masculine, to mm -hmm. hold our own jobs, to have our own mind, to get our own education, to do, to be the one who runs things. And we're actually good at it. And we're good at multitasking. And men have been raised in the last, especially the last gen generation or two, to be sweeter and softer and to know better than to be aggressive toward a woman or abusive. And sometimes men are even put down. They're yep. raised that it's it's old fashioned or in a woman's way to open a door. I mean, I hear crazy things, you know. So what's happening <laughs> is there's been this neutralizing this neutralizing between where the women are holding more masculine energy and yeah. the men are holding more feminine energy and yeah. the men are like wanting from the woman where's the light the softness the surrender where do you need me the men are right. like i don't feel you needing me i just feel you bossing me around or something you know or i feel yeah. like you're competing with me and this is generalization you guys just see what is true for you in a generalization yeah because i'm definitely generalizing um but this is an overall i would say almost a pandemic in the overall okay yeah and though if you're getting past this good for you go out and teach other people how to get past it because <laughs> um the the so that's the men are saying that to the women and the women are looking at the men and saying don't be so mushy and soft i've got girlfriends can you hold uh, space for me where's your strength don't be yeah. afraid of your own balls the whole step down take a stand you know yeah. stand for me take a stand even when i'm being you know too much you know that a calm one but a stand like so the women are wanting the men to have more masculine and the men <laughs> are wanting the women to have more feminine and the chakras are really our template on where to play with this and yeah. like i said women if you're if you wear more of the second fourth and sixth you're really going to tap easily into your feminine more of my root chakra i mean of my chakra boosters healing tattoos it's an easy embodied way to do it but you can also go to my youtube channel and i've got tons and tons and tons i have like over 300 videos where you can literally do practices with me for the sacral the heart or the third eye men you can go to my channel and do practices with me for the root, the solar plexus, yes, the solar plexus, the warrior chakra, and the uh, throat, which is the That's highest right. masculine, where the male integrity comes out, where a man finds his purpose and what he stands for. When you think of like the great orators of JFK or mm. MLK, you know, I guess they all had, there's lots of K's, right? For good orators. <laughs> but that- <laughs> Not the KKK. So what you want to do is, but Tony Robbins actually teaches this. He just doesn't teach it with the word chakras because yeah. chakras wouldn't get him the millions of people into the stadiums. They'd be like, what? Chakras? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he's yeah. basically <laughs> talking chakras and he's coaching exactly what I'm talking. He's yeah. telling women if he sees that they have feminine energy and about 90%, I think he said, of women do tend to have typically because of their estrogen and stuff, more feminine energy yeah. on some level. Yeah. And if you know you're one of those women, then he 
gets those women to soften and express from a place of their need and not from a place of demand and not from masculine. And he gets the men, I'm thinking of a video I saw him working with a guy where he made the guy roar. I mean, he, the guy was yeah, yeah. going, roar. Did you ever see this? I think I saw this. It's very familiar. Yeah. He makes and people stand up, right? He and he's like giving them coaching. Guy, he made this guy roar because this guy <laughs> right. was not embodying his third chakra, his solar plexus. And so the guy's like, roar, and he goes, come on. You know, and he finally got the guy. And the guy goes, and it everything changed. I mean, everything in that couple because they did a follow-up on it and everything oh, changed really? for that couple after that. Yeah, they ended up having a child. They were unsure if they were going to have a child. They got married, had a child. Just, yeah, I'm telling you something that simple, just in at least in a couple. Because in a couple, we're mm. living and sharing. We have each chakras, yep. chakras and chakras, and then we have an us set of chakras. Yeah. And for instance, if a woman is super, super in her solar plexus chakra, mm -hmm. and she's demanding and warrior-like, then she's going to come in and fill in more than half of the of that chakra. Like if it's in her stars and everything. And then the man's going to try to come in to be his warrior self. And if he doesn't meet her astrologically or whatever, and he's not stronger in that, or yeah. he was raised to be softer by his mother, like mm -hmm. I talked about, then yeah. he's going to back off and she's going to hold the masculine energy in the relationship more. Yeah. And then he's going to feel like, how do I protect her? I feel like almost she's protecting me. So this is right. challenging stuff, but it is so needed on the planet so what these are amazing questions a bit yeah my god i've never Thank covered you. this much information in this short of a time no but this is so important it's so irrelevant in today's age right yeah and it's great that you're able to articulate this in such a beautiful manner because if people are able to use this information um especially in the in the situation of you know uh couples right not yeah. only will the quality of relationship improve but because we are images of the universe around us the communities and the society will also improve right so i love how you explain this i love how you shared this please yeah what we yeah saying? i actually just remembered my guides are like telling me to be really clear like they did earlier they're telling right. me to be very clear that we're finally in an age where before a man would often be masculine okay yeah. and a woman yeah. would be feminine as roles and if you yeah. took them apart the woman would be missing her masculine Mm -hmm. And the man would be missing his feminine. So that's why if you took a man from a hundred years ago and you tried to get him to cook for himself or what, it wouldn't happen, right? He no. wouldn't. And if you took a woman and you tried to get her to go out and make the money or whatever, it most of the time, let's say 150 years ago, it wouldn't have happened in most wouldn't instances. Yeah. Yeah. You guys get what I'm saying. Again, I'm generalizing. But now right. what's happening is we're being encouraged. What happened was women went to the other side for a while. We were trained to be very masculine. The men got trained to be very feminine by the women who were actually afraid of some of the masculine right we did we we stomped on some of their masculine because we yeah. were afraid of the abusive aspects right so then what happened was so then now what we're asking for and this is so important i'm being told to slow down what's happening on the planet right now is we are being asked to develop all of our own chakras so we have absolutely no need whatsoever for the partner we have absolute joy in choosing like we have all seven rooms each one of us and we go in and out of modes where mm -hmm. like okay i'm at work i'm a woman i'm real you can see i have a three destiny as i know you do too right so i have a lot of fire and so i can be very masculine so then at the end of the day i take that off and i drop into my very full sacral chakra and my heart and i become more of my feminine, I don't lose the other part. I just, it's kind of like going into a room, I turn that light off 
for a little while. Mm. The fire, right? Because that's the fire room. I turn it off. I go home and my man gets to like feel his fire go and begin to fill up the room because he responds to all my sacral and heart, right? Mm. All this. And so we get to play with it. But guess what? There's no insecurity at base because I know mm. the next morning or whenever I want later that whenever I want or even in the conversation, if he's having trouble and he's dropping into his feminine, I can go back into my root or my solar to hold some space even if it's needed. Right. But but the point is to do it consciously. And if I don't need my partner to make me whole and mm. my partner doesn't need me to make him whole then when we meet, we get mm -hmm. to play this delightful and delicious game of chemistry. But right. the problem is nobody's that aware of it yet. So uh -huh. we're playing the default roles that we learn from our parents of women tending toward too much masculine now and men sometimes toward too much feminine. And everyone's confused as to which gender is which and why we don't have any chemistry because we're meeting too much out of, not in polarity, too much in the yeah. mushy zone. Does that make sense? Oh, it totally does. I mean, I'm glad that you shared this information and the fact that we need to work and balance our chakras and be aware of the energy so that we can consciously engage in this dance, right? With our partner. Yeah, with, with our, partner, our partner. Because when yeah, we yeah. go in with too much dominance or need in a right. particular chakra, we affect their energy field. Got it. Now, quick question. I remember that one of our community members mentioned that uh, she feels that her solar plexus is very strong. Mm -hmm. Right? She feels that it's it's very strong. It's open. She asked me whether if your solar plexus is strong, are you overcompensating for some other chakra? And I think this would be something that you might be able to answer so i wondered your you, you know your comments on this you know when your solar plexus for example is strong especially if it's a it's it's a woman is that overcompensating for some other chakra well it, it 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 often is and and if it's just what people call overly strong i have a i have a blog and a youtube article called 10 signs 10 signs you have a healthy ego okay, oh, okay. now because a lot of in spirituality often people have healthy egos healthy solar plexus and we think it's negative because they have some healthy confidence and we think mm -hmm. they should be deprecating and you know really oh but but then we have certain leaders for instance that are out there right now and we have just certain situations in life where we're seeing people that are clearly overcome it's not it's coming from a right. chakra weakness so when you see someone for instance not signs of a healthy ego are bullying and being um you know, has to have the last word and won't look at themselves and won't be flexible in things. They're just rigid. They quickly move from person to person or job to job and they don't care what they leave in the dust. That would be definitely having an issue. So the first problem is we need to make sure this person who you're talking about that she doesn't just have really like what I call what people often call overactive is really no longer overactive. Mm -hmm. Like right now, if all of your chakras are overactive on a written test, but they're pretty balanced because they're all overactive. You're just on your superhero way. Oh, Meaning we're all moving to the next mm -hmm. level right now and everything's up. But if you have one that's way up and all the others are down, that's the only time I would say you need to become aware that maybe you're overcompensating. So mm -hmm. you'd want to work to bring the others up, but over time you might want to bring that one down. Like you're, and especially the solar plexus because it can be the really aggressive one. So you just want to be aware but the way you work with it is open your heart more. 
because we can even do tough love and be have boundaries but love someone like a drug addict right into more wellness by being strong in our solar plexus while being strong in our heart so you would want to work on your heart to always work on the neighboring chakras if a chakra seems like it's over but you feel like it might be generally healthy then work on the neighboring chakras to make them stronger versus reducing that one because we're in an age of boosting our energy. We're in an age, that's why we love superhero movies. We are becoming literally our own superheroes. Like empathy, for instance, uh, empathic abilities. Mine have grown so much in my lifetime and the more that I've gotten in line with my chakras, it's just like clockwork now. And I know so many people like that more and more and more. So truly our sixth sense is becoming a normal sense for us now, finally. And I also believe we're seeing more and more physical feats and more and more technology and just anything's possible right now. And that's because we are working with energy and we're maximizing all of our energy centers. So, um, but let me just say one last thing on overcompensation. Uh, look to this gal, to whoever it is or anyone else who's relating to you feel like maybe your solar plexus might be overactive, although most people in spiritual audiences are underactive in the solar mm-hmm. plexus. So I give you permission right now, if you're playing nicey-nice all the time and you need people's approval, to work with your own love and approval of yourself and put yourself first sometimes. Put the oxygen mask on yourself first. But here's the thing. I was very traumatized. I was grew up in a really traumatized situation. And when I was three, there was no one there for me. And I remember the time that I overcompensated in my third chakra. I remember the time that there was no one. I had a bad nightmare. My mom wasn't there. She told, well, she wasn't there for me. And she made me go back to bed on my own without ever helping me. And I remember just at three years old is when we do our first serious development of our third chakra of our solar plexus in the chakra Mm -hmm. life cycles so if you had a lot of trauma at that time or you had to play the adult in your life you may just also be overcompensating in that way because you don't know that anyone's got your back so you're playing super autonomous so Mm -hmm. also look at three years old the other years would be 10 years old and anything that might have happened in a relationship in regard to your image and your solar plexus if you had a breakup of your first like little puppy love also look at 17 years old when you had double solar plexus energy and see if anything happened look at those three but particularly at three years old when it was foundational yeah. Got it. Got it. Thanks a lot for sharing. So, viewers, if you're watching this live right now, make sure that you have a question, add it in the comments. If you got an observation, realization, remember that you make a difference. Make sure you add something. Or if you don't have any question, make sure you share this post. Uh, and if you're not watching this live, remember that you're missing out on a lot of action. Uh, make sure you join us on our Facebook page. We air, uh, we stream every Saturday. Now, uh, on a similar note, Vicky, uh, way often, I think people in the spiritual space tend to avoid the topic of uh, money and wealth. But I feel that money is also a form of energy and uh, not only must it be brought into our discussion, but it also must be considered uh, sacred and respected. So how can the chakras help us attract abundance and wealth into our life so that we can operate at a higher level and be able to serve more? Hmm. Well, I deal with what's called chakra abundance types because I found three energy signatures in the world. And so if Mm. people want to learn about those signatures and get my free audio on that, they would go to chakra abundance, just chakra, the word chakra, 
abundance.com and they can get that. Okay, so that's just a free audio that I give them because I can't even begin to explain it here. But again, we have a liberating current yeah. and we have a manifesting current. If you are somewhat anxious or spiritual or up in your head or any of those things where you feel like you're up here, you're going to need to work on your manifesting current to manifest mm. in the world. So you're already visioning. So when the, the law of attraction tells you to envision and you're a person who's already up here, no, 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 no. No. I mean, literally, your energy is in the wrong place. You're, the law of attraction does not work for this type. You have mm. At least not the way it is in you know, where people talk about just vision, just vision. You're already visioning. You know it. You're a visioner. If you're on this call, you're probably one of these types. You're already <laughs> spiritual. You're already a visioner. What you need to do is work on the lower chakras because as a person who's got a lot of vision and a lot of spirit, you may have made the lower chakras wrong. And wow. they're not wrong. There's that chakraism again. The root chakra, I have fallen so in love with my root chakra because I hated red. I was all about uh -huh. purple. I was all about upper chakras. Now, my bedroom, I mean, you can even just see, let's see how we can do this right there. Yep. My red yep. flowers. If if I move this, let's see, I'll move this way. You can see my red bed, my red pillows. I have red curtains. It's just like, it's a red fest in here now because, right. uh, and I live in the red rock town of, Sedon of Sedona and I am like the poster child for it. So if you know that you're up here, fall in love with your root chakra. <laughs> Go, you know, I, I have an actual root chakra on my body, right? You could wear my tattoos, you can do my free exercises, yep. whatever it is, just fall in love with your chakra. Now, if you are the traditional, then law of attraction's probably already been working for you, which means all of your lower chakras are operating well, the machinery, as I call it, the mm -hmm. machinery is good. So all you need to do now is really hold in the template. This is the etheric template in your throat chakra. We were talking about the aura, Aditya. The auric layer here is the etheric template. And mm -hmm. it attaches to, it's like the bridge between the physical world mm -hmm. and the spiritual world. And right. when we first say the word and we keep the vision of what we want, it will move down if we have, and this is key, if we have a good relationship with the lower chakras, if we're not judging money, if we're not judging people who have money, if we're not thinking I don't deserve money, which would be a, a judging, you know, they're all different levels of different chakra blocks, right? So you got to make sure you don't have any chakra blocks in any of your chakras and that it can move on down. But yeah, if you're that's there's two different ways. There's two different ways. And the third one is basically if you're someone who kind of bounces back and forth, you like you're up here sometimes. If you feel like you're okay, this is the best way to put it. Do you feel like your spiritual world and your normal world, your physical uh -huh. are different? Do you feel like you have two zones? If you're feeling like you have two zones, you're the third chakra abundance type, which means you're missing the middle, the solar plexus chakra that I was talking about. And you need to get back in and make that because that's the bridge. That's the strength to mm -hmm. knowing that it's all integrated. It's all one. Your spiritual and physical or normal world, whatever you want to call it, they are the same. They are one in the same and it's all you and your solar plexus is the place to have integrity. So you're going to want to work with the core. 
and taking mm -hmm. action and making decisions. If you're one of these types that bounces, you're probably someone who loves to stay in a realm of indecision. So I'm telling you, be an action taker like a Ditya calls his tribe. I love that. Be an action taker even as you go, you can course correct, but do not stay in non-action if you're the type that feels like your worlds are split. I call that type split. And the best thing you can do is take action. And um, I, I just can't help but help people. So I have to say one more thing. If you're the upper chakra type, it's grounding. You want to do grounding exercises and be in red and be in root. If you're, if you're the traditional type, you just need to do the traditional prayer, meditation, visualization, all of that. If you're, and, and the, how do you know if you're traditional? If you are more toward depression than anxiety, or if you're even more just, you know, you've got regular job, you like to play it a little safer. That's that type you're going to need to go upward in your energy. Okay. So um, that was in a nutshell. And boy, you're going to get a lot more if you go get the, the recording, the free recording. So loads of information shared over here, loads of nuggets of wisdom and next steps that you can potentially take. And the funny part is that we have more and more people joining us as our, uh, you know, stream uh, transpires. Now, Hi, talk, guys. from talking about chakras in our body, let's talk about chakras across the earth now, since the mm -hmm. earth is literally a mirror of our inner world. I've read that you have energy vortices, right? Energy gateways are, uh, around the world. What are your thoughts on this? And since you live in Sedona, Arizona, which is considered to be an energy hotspot. It is. Do, do you feel the buzz? <laughs> oh, I feel the buzz. And I'm not even get, I'm not even going to get you going on my story. I mean, this is the love of my life, Sedona. Mm. She's my love. I just I basically put out in the universe, you guys, don't forget to ask questions. I used to forget. I was so solar plexus that I would just go do things and I would pray, but I wouldn't ask. When you pray or communicate with the divine or the universe, or whatever you want to call the energies that are all around you and a part of you, ask for what you want. Because I asked, I read Eat, Pray, Love, and I said, where's my Bali? Where's my Bali? I know I don't need to go to Bali. Where's my home on earth? Right. And it, I was in LA at the time, and a bunch of clues led me here to Sedona. And I had a seven-year, because cycles are seven years, I had a seven-year affair with driving back and forth eight hours to from LA like, three times a year, sometimes right. four. And then Sedona, well before my mind could ever get me here, like before I was retired or anything, Sedona said, you're coming. And she <laughs> threw a surprise and a partner asked me to go live out of LA and I suggested here and boom, it just all happened so fast. So first ask, <laughs> ask for what you want, you know, and just be shown and then follow the breadcrumbs. Okay, now on vortexes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I can't speak for the world, though, Aditya, mm. because really I haven't done a lot of research on that. I know I'm drawn to Uluru, um, so I feel like that's a spot, which is Where in is Australia. Uluru. Australia, It's okay. an aborigine. It's a, like a m mountain type thing that just it looks like a slab, like a bar of soap almost, <laughs> a bar of okay. soap on its side. And yeah. the aborigines really have prayed, you know, loved it um, over the centuries. So we have Uluru. There's also, I'm really drawn to Machu Picchu and haven't gotten there yet. I'm very drawn to the Egypt, um, to Egypt and the pyramids. Egypt. I personally travel a lot. Anyone who knows my YouTube channel knows sometimes I, last year I was gone seven months traveling around doing videos, talking to my tribe. Uh, this year I'm much more homebody-ish. I'm enjoying Sedona, but I'm still yeah. drawn to these places. They're on my, my bucket list. So Machu Picchu, huge and just beautiful anyway, right? Yeah. 
Sedona, the two places that are involved with my chakra boosters healing tattoos, I didn't even plan this. Okay, mm -hmm. but it turned out that the place I changed a few manufacturers of my tattoos because they weren't doing a good enough job on the beauty of the tattoos. So mm -hmm. I finally landed with a guy that was in Sarasota and Sarasota, you guys, is a, it's a place on in the U.S. with energy because the beaches are all quartz. And uh -huh. the smallest quartz chip runs time in a watch. Their entire beaches in Sarasota are famous for these soft quartz beautiful sand and so the whole beach is quartz so my tattoos are made there and then they, they in the oh, near the ocean near the quartz and then they come here to Sedona to the rocks to to be marinating and I didn't plan any of it so that just shows you how the universe if you just ask and get led the universe just lead it just takes us on our path it just keeps we just have to be open that's all just open. So vortex wise, those are the ones that I I'm looking forward to. Feel free to share in the comments, you guys, any ones that you suggest. There are many more. Uh, Mount Shasta is one, too. But I have mm -hmm. to admit, I went to Mount Shasta. And for me, it's not that I don't feel it. I feel something, but it just doesn't it, right. it doesn't hold that much for me. So Mount Shasta isn't a big one for me. Got it. Got it. Got it. So put it out there. Yeah. ask these are the messages that we're getting today and i'm going to make a declaration i'm going to put it out there uh that very soon i am going to be embarking on an, an adventure and you know we'll be doing uh, our shows and our podcasts on the road i just had a interview a few you know just about an hour back with my other guest anthony mm -hmm. who's on an rv and he's traveling all across usa and i want to do something like that and hopefully meet you sometime in the near future in sedona, in sedona. yes so, uh, Vicky, what is that one action step that you'd like to share with uh, our our audience? The the meditation that we did, it's not really a meditation in the traditional sense, but the exercise, the meditative exercise we did of going all the way down into Mother Earth. When you wake up in the morning, every morning, guys, every morning, because repetition will get the energy to be the normal in your body and you want your body to come with you. You don't want it to just be in your energy field. So yep. every morning, put your feet on the floor. Imagine your tailbone just going down into the earth. That energy just going down. And then I want you to exhale down into the core of the earth. Inhale it up to your heart. Exhale it up to the sky. And just keep doing what we did earlier in the call. If you're new here, I'll just say real quick, you just go up and down. But you stop in the middle in the heart. And then just for a moment to feel your heart radiate. And then you go up because the heart's our center point. You are love. Your essence is love. And we need to remember that. So that will put you in your heart. It will also align your chakras. And uh, you can do it in two or three minutes in a way that will sustain you throughout your day. Seriously. So agreed, guys. Every morning, feet on the floor, chakra boosting, exercise, and then on your way to share love in the world. Well, thanks a lot, Action Drive, to read the entire show notes for today's episode, including the inspirational quote, the book recommendation, and all those wonderful pieces of wisdom that were shared today. Uh, and this is for our audience, our audio listeners. Go to my 7 forward slash 296. That's my 7 chakrascom forward slash 296. Action Tribe, I hope you're enjoying today's session as much as I am. If you are a regular listener, then I know without a doubt that you have a vision or you have a major goal that you'd like to attract in your life. And
chances are that you've tried in the past and maybe you failed or maybe you're not there yet where you thought you'll be if that is you then i want you to listen closely right now do not give up if the reward of achieving your wisdom your vision is amazing then the hard work is really going to be worth it you are closer than ever before but you must persist you must focus you must uh, you know envision you must take action you must connect with your spirit guides and you must clear and balance and work on your chakras but most importantly don't lose hope because this is going to be a long journey but you know what it is worth it i've got your back we will support you from a distance because i have confidence in you and your ability to achieve greatness and just like yani the musician reminded us focused will is incredible if you have a dream and you don't give up no matter what uh, no matter what obstacles come up then life's problems will fall away and you will get exactly what you want and with that we are now at our last but very important round which is called the wisdom round we think are you wisdom ready wisdom round okay here we go <laughs> let me get a new seat here my wisdom seating Awesome. So we're going to get started. If you are used to listening to our podcast, Action Tribe, I want to quickly remind you that we do a live video podcast as well on our Facebook page. This way, you not only get to hear the conversations, but you also get to see me and my guest and see our smiles and our actions and what we're doing, our gestures, expressions, all of that. We do a live stream every Saturday. Make sure that you hit the like button on our uh, Facebook page, My Seven Chakras, and you'll automatically be updated whenever we schedule a new live stream. Again, go to Facebook. search for my seven chakras like our page to get all our updates okay so let's do our <laughs> wisdom you, round right you, now you are in your 53 life cycle right now and it is so <laughs> clear you have so much fire and voice and passion and then i'm fiery cuz i'm also three so hey guys yes. you're just watching this you're getting third but don't be overwhelmed there's a lot of solar plexus energy on this call cuz we have a lot of heart too so <laughs> great 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 so Vicky what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received The best piece of advice I've ever received was to listen to myself and it's not unique but it's like we need to listen to ourselves like I said even that's why I love aligning the chakras because when you mm. align the chakras you are literally getting in line with yourself with your own destiny and we each for each one of us it's different so we can emulate people to a certain degree but we need to do our thing so if you could turn back time and spend uh, one hour with somebody who is currently living or maybe who is um expired or dead who would it be <laughs> i know it should be really deep right now it would be james corden cuz he is so funny and loving and i think he's healing so many people uh with his carpool karaoke and his i it would literally be a comedian right now because i feel his heart chakra is so gigantic i'm just such a huge fan of the work he does cuz he's having unlimited fun everyone who gets near him has fun he's putting out love we all need to laugh and be present you know just really enjoy life and the people around us and he does that So he could Got teach it. me more and more of that which I love. 
<laughs> Yvonne is saying AJ is glowing. I'm just I'm just reflecting the uh, energy from Vicky. <laughs> okay, so what is one thing that you do in the morning or evening before sleeping that has improved the quality of your life? Well, definitely the chakra boosting exercise that I shared with you guys, but also I tend to tap. I've been tapping a lot in the mornings. Uh, I tend to tap at least once a day because <clears throat> there's so much stuff. That's EFT and it's been so proven, you know, a couple hundred studies. So what I do is I just uh, if something's up, I tap on it. If nothing's up, I preemptively tap on something. <laughs> like, how can I open myself? So. Got it. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would that book be? Oh, come on. I already showed it to you. It would be this one for sure. I'm really proud of this one. You know, this, believe it or not, this book I wrote for a company, right? And in writing it, <clears throat> it took me literally, I'm not kidding you, from the stuff I had in my blog and that it took me like under three months to write this entire hardback book. And it, I'm really proud of it, but I'm more proud of this because the journey to do this one and to self-publish this one took me five years. I was, sometimes I thought I was never going to finish mm. it, Aditya, because it was a very feminine journey. And I, I, right. have, I have chakra readings for every year of your life in there, like what to expect each year. And so those were channeled. So I had to sit and let them be channeled. And then I had parts where I had to be really mental and actually organize it. So, and then a girlfriend actually self-published it with me. I didn't want anyone else to own it. I don't own a key to the chakras, but I do own this book. And I'm, it really, it's a part of my heart. I'm proud of key to the chakras big time, mm -hmm. but roadmap to life mastery is like in my heart, in every part of my being. So how did they get the book? At, at my website right now, I'm going okay. to probably put it pretty soon out there on Amazon. But right now they would go to chakraboosters.com. And because you're on this call, I'm going to tell you until May 1. So we're a few days away, right? Up until May 1, I, I have a May Day sale. So you can use the code May Savings if you get there before that and, and get awesome. the book for 25% off. So it's always nice great, to get a little great. savings. Great. And actually, drive. I wanted to remind you that if you like books, then if you also want a free audiobook, then that's what audible.com is offering. All of our listeners, Audible is offering Action Tribe one free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial so that you can get to check out this amazing service. Because the truth is that listening is a new reading, and I definitely love listening <laughs> to all the different books that I have on my phone. It's convenient, it's great. And most times, the author is reading out the book to you, right? So, to check out the book or to download your first book, go to my seven chakras.com forward slash free book. That's my seven chakras.com forward slash free book. And Vicky, if you get an opportunity, please make sure that you convert this into an audible book because people would love to hear your voice and you explaining and talking about the chakra life cycles for sure. I'll, I'll definitely do it. And, <laughs> and, and also the audio books are a lot better in the car. <laughs> Don't oh, be reading your book in the car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Vicky, thank you so much for joining us today and talking to us about so many things, your story about yoga, tantra, chakras, chakra life cycles, like we went all in, right? Uh, I don't know you how so you much. got so much in, Aditya. I really, really <laughs> don't. And I hope I didn't leave anything hanging too much because I've never answered so many questions or shared so much information in this time slot, in this shorter time slot. So good for you. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Uh, well, it's all energy, right? I was just <laughs> able to channel and be a conduit for you to be able to share. So thanks a lot. And how we can find you? How do we find you online? 
Chakra booster. Okay, you guys, if you remember Vicki Howie and or chakra boosters, you'll get to my Facebook, my you'll get to my uh, YouTube, which that's important because I'm always putting something up new every week. And then chakraboosters.com is my website. And there's there's free gifts there. And I'd love to have you be a part of my tribe. I really would. Awesome. And for people who are listening right now, we've got a special link so that they can remember this easily. My seven chakras.com forward slash chakra tat. My7chakras.com forward slash chakra tat. Go there, have a look at the different tattoos and try it out uh, because I've checked it out and I really loved my experience. And I'm Vicky's actually yeah, sending you, you some more, more tattoos. Yeah, more coming. And, you're, and remember what you promised me, you and your partner. Yeah. Playing with them together. So what we, we yeah. talked about. Yeah. So that you can yeah. check out that polarity thing. So. Oh, absolutely. I will for sure share, especially on my Insta stories. Look forward to our Insta stories. I'm going to ask my girlfriend. She's open to it. My girlfriend, Kathy, we're going to do it together. We're going to have fun. Action Tribe, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Uh, these episodes are absolutely free, but we'd really love your support in the form of mm. a donation or some support. Uh, this was actually Vicky's idea because she was like, AJ, don't you ask for support from your <laughs> listeners? And I said, no, I don't have something like that. So if our show has impacted your life in some way. Then visit my7chakras.com forward slash support. That's my7chakras.com forward slash support. Choose your lucky number, maybe it's 7, 22, 77, and give us that donation because like we're learning, when you put something out there, especially if you if someone has changed your life, it comes back to you multiple times over. And that's just how the abundance of the universe works. There's more than enough for each and every one of us. We're also on Instagram. Take a screenshot of you listening to our uh, episode and tag me on Instagram at my seven chakras at my seven chakras and let's connect. I'll share your story on our stories as well. If you'd like to write to me or maybe share a thought, question, perspective, observation, email is aj at my seven chakras.com. AJ at my seven chakras.com. Wiki, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about embodiment and tantras and chakras and your life story and 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 being vulnerable in sharing uh, all these different aspects of your life uh, and taking us one step closer to a human revolution my pleasure you know i have so much fun with you aj it's a blast thank you so much yes thanks everyone we thank are going everyone. to end this broadcast make sure you share this because like i said you are the force that's going to transform this universe thanks a lot action tribe You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today.